With the online industry, you can see everybody everywhere doing their own thing. And if you're not content in the lane that you're in, it can be so easy to get jealous so quickly. Here's how to manage jealousy when it finds its way to you. Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs over at Heather Gray Consulting. And today I want to talk to you about the simple concept of staying in your own lane. One of the things that's new to me in the online business space that I never really sort of saw or encountered in my brick and mortar, at least not on any kind of regular or consistent basis, was this idea that we could see how our competition was doing, or we could see how our peers were doing, or how other business owners in general were doing, and we would look at how we were doing and find that we measured less than, and that we came up short. This jealousy over what other people are doing and seemingly able to accomplish in less time with fewer resources or whatever story we create, I never knew really about that when I was in my brick and mortar. It was me, my four walls, people came into my waiting room, they left, and that was the beginning and end of it. And I didn't know how my business was measuring up against other therapists' business. I didn't know how other businesses, even in the town, were managing themselves. I just knew my own thing in my own four walls in my own little corner of the world in Massachusetts. In the online space where everybody is out there, and everybody is loud and proud about their message. And everybody is positioning themselves and showing them who you are, who they are, and putting their message in front of you. It can feel really overwhelming. It's one of those things I was just talking to you about where I, you know, I have just such a disdain for social media because it just seems like this endless, you know, noise making machine of what everybody is doing and what everybody's achieving. One of the things that I've been hearing from people more and more lately is, this idea that they're getting jealous, that they're seeing the success that other people have, they're seeing the opportunities and the lifestyles that other business owners around them are having. They're able to say things to me like, you know what, I joined online, um, you know, three years ago with this person and we were in the same business builders, um, you know, course together. And now like she's off on the six and seven figure club and I'm still struggling to get to 5k months. And we can see people who have the jet set lifestyle record from all kinds of places all over the world and suddenly feel like, well, what's wrong with us? How come we haven't gotten that level of success? How come we haven't accomplished those great things for ourselves? And we can create a story. And that story happens so quickly that we don't even realize it's happening. And then it'll, we allow it to take roots in ourselves. And so the idea that we see what we imagine we might like for ourselves and we say, gosh, how, how come that person and not me. In the mindset space today, people will quickly tell you that there's no room or space for jealousy. And I agree. But what's left out of that equation is how normal and understandable it is to look at someone else's version of themselves that they're putting on social media and say, God, why not me? I would really like to have a piece of that.
And I think that as soon as you have that thought and as soon as you have that feeling, you're quickly judged in the entrepreneurial space because you're not staying in your own lane. You're not focusing on yourself. You're not just doing you. But in reality, you are actually being quite human. And how do you manage that moment of humanity, of being disappointed, of looking at yourself, your life, and your business, and finding that you very much would like some more for yourself? The first thing that I want to remind you of is that jealousy is just a feeling. And like any feeling, it is just energy. It's energy within us. It's a buzzing. It's a bubbling. It's a, you know, sort of lump of coal in the pit of our stomach. Whatever it is, it is just energy. And we get to decide what happens with it. We get to decide how we move it, how we use it, and how we play it to our advantage. How we sort of own that this is energy, that we have the feeling, we're having the experience, but we get to decide what happens next. We get to decide how we're going to spend that energy. And we can spend that energy constantly looking out the window. We can spend that energy constantly looking at someone else's lane and looking in our side mirror and seeing what's going on in their lane or, you know, worst of all, like rubbernecking ourselves all the way around, losing sight of our own lane so we crash just to see what other people are doing. That temptation is so real. That energy is so valid, but you get to decide what happens next. And the first thing that I would encourage you to think about is when you look at someone else's success, when you look at someone else's life or whatever is causing that like green-eyed monster to pop up and rear its ugly head, what do you actually want in that representation? What is the unmet need in your own life and in your own business that you don't have? What are you seeing reflected? Because we all know in theory and, you know, when we're just, you know, leading with our brains and not leading with our hearts and emotions that like not everybody's lives are exactly like they look on Facebook and Instagram, but in the moment, it doesn't always feel that way. So when you look at somebody's business, when you look at somebody's success, what exactly is it that you're jealous of? What is garnering, you know, getting you that reaction? Because I want you to figure that part out because that part is the unmet need in your own life. And so it's either that somebody's life seems so easy, it's that somebody's rolling in the dough, it's that somebody gets to vacation all the time. But then like looking at the unmet need, looking at how it lands in your own life. And where do you want that to be? And yes, okay, you want to travel more. What would you have to give up in your life to make that happen? Or you would like to make more income. How do you need to shift things in your life or your business to do that? Because I think what ends up happening so often is that jealousy monster just sits and spins and sits and spins and doesn't go anywhere. But if we can say like, what is it about us that's pulling us? What is it about that image that has us, you know, saying to ourselves, Oh, if only dot, dot, dot. We can start to think about how can we achieve that for ourselves in our own lives and in our own businesses. Because oftentimes it's not that front and center picture. It's whatever lies beneath. It's the story we are telling ourselves about what that image means 
represents or signifies to us. So sometimes that unmet need, that jealousy, you can use that to create it for yourself. Now, one of the things that I often hear and people observe is that that green-eyed monster, it's, it's different when you know somebody. And so often, this is how it you know plays with my clients in, in my practice, is that I will hear about so-and-so's success and the client who's mentioning it knows so-and-so. They, you know, like I said at the top of the show, they were in a group together. They were peers in a thing together. They, you know, have done, you know, similar circles or whatever it is that there's actually like, I know a little bit about you. I know a little bit about your business. So why are you, um, you know, why are you feeling this level of success versus, um, you know, why are you experiencing this level of success when I'm struggling so hard? But that when we see someone else's version of success, of somebody we don't know, of somebody who's achieved something and we don't know it, it's so much easier to go, well, now I'm going to rise to the challenge. That person can do it, so can I. Because what's really gnawing at us is the comparison-itis. When we don't know who we're jealous of, it is really hard to to make comparisons and we're more likely to give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. We are more likely to say, you know what, maybe this person is working more hours than me. Maybe this person is investing more money into their business or their venture than I am. Maybe X, Y, Z. But what ends up happening instead, when we know the person, it's we take that finger and it, it becomes like something that we use to carve ourselves out from the inside out. We tell ourselves a story that we're less than rather than scanning the lens outward to looking at what might be going on and how we might be different from so-and-so because we know so-and-so we're deciding for ourselves that we're very similar and that they just must know something that we don't. And there must be a, a magic cure and there must be some sort of radical answer to this when in actuality, like it is the same story. We still don't know, even if we think we know, even if we've been in a mastermind with someone, even if we've been like at this at the actual table or at the same conference and talk to somebody, we still start to create stories around people that we share space with. But the the green-eyed monster takes root and allows itself to fester the more you take your lens and point it to the less than view. You start to scan and collect for proof positive all the reasons why you're less than, all the reasons why something's wrong with you, all the reasons why someone else should be more successful than you are, and it just runs away. What I encourage you to do to manage your anxiety, because at the root of jealousy is anxiety, a fear of not having what you want for yourself, a fear of it not working, etc., etc. Take that same questioning lens that you would use if you didn't know the person apply it to the situation and see what you need to do for yourself differently. Because that's how you're going to find your power. That's how you're going to find your path. And that's how inevitably you are going to make your plan. It can't just be stay at your own lane, put your head down, you know, don't be focusing on what other people are doing. You just do you. Like there has to be an understanding of the process of what's happening for you. And then lastly, you have to recognize the cost that your jealousy is costing you. 
How is it impacting your productivity? How is it playing into your motivation? How is it playing into how you show up for yourself and how you show up for your business? How is it serving you? And if it is costing you, you have to ask yourself, am I still willing to pay this cost? Am I still willing to take this on for myself and my business? Because now that I know what I'm doing with this anxiety and this jealousy, now that I know how the green-eyed monster is playing in my business, stalling my productivity, stopping me from showing up, am I willing to continue paying that toll? Am I willing to continue to pay that cost? That's where you want to stop and like check yourself because you you can't help the feeling. Our thoughts and our feelings aren't in our control. What we do in response to them is entirely within our control. We have to figure out what the jealousy represents to us what the unmet need represents to us. And then we get to decide for ourselves, what are we willing to do to get that need met? What are we willing to pay? You know, because I look at people... And I see their massive scalable businesses. I have those people as my clients. I see how they're leading team meetings and they're planning agendas and they're doing all of this. And I say like, yes, you have reached like a pinnacle of success that is so admirable, but I'm not willing to work that hard. I don't want that in my life. I I don't want to be the boss of a huge team. I've lately for myself been really drawn to um, Brian Clark, um, the Unemployable Podcast, and he's been talking about seven figures small and how you can build lucrative, successful, sustaining businesses working really small. That really appeals to me way more than these large scale, like scalable, you know, memberships and courses and programs that involve 50 million moving parts. So I can look at somebody who has that and go, oh gosh, it would be so nice. But at the end of the day, I know I'm not willing to do the work necessary to get there. And of course, people will tell you it'll be easy and you can just do what you do best and delegate the rest. But we all know that if you're managing moving parts, it is a lot of work compared to just simply managing yourself. Even if you can do it in 14 hours a week, even if you can do it in less time with less effort, it is still something that takes a commitment. And for me, it's not one that I'm willing to pay. You get to ask yourself that. Am I willing to do what it takes for that level? And then if not, figure out why it's still not at you, what still it represents of something you want and can't have. And then you can get on with the business of figuring out how to get there in a way that's consistent with who you are and how you move through the world. Just like the GPS, right? You're going to enter the destination. I want a business that offers me more life freedom. I want to be able to work three-day work weeks. How, given my income goals for myself, can I build a business that allows it so that I am only working three days a week? And then you figure it out. And that's, you know, how you get yourself centered and organized rather than constantly looking in the wrong direction because you're not going that way. You know, you're not moving sideways. You're not moving back. You want to go ahead. So you have to get there. And does that mean that you're already following some people who are on their way there faster than you and are more effective than you? Yes. But focusing on that isn't going to get you there any faster. So if you focus on yourself and do what you need to do, then maybe you can catch their wind tunnel and <laughs> like get a little bit of a head start, but not by 
by slowing down and looking at their progress and success. That is how you just do you in a really applicable way that you can take action on today. So think about it. Let me know what you think. See if this resonates with you, if it's accurate, a reflective of your experience. And we can keep talking about this because I know this keeps coming up in the entrepreneurial space. And if you have any questions for me, you want my two cents on uh, your life or your business, please do find me over at Heather at heathergrayconsulting.com. Thank you so much for today. I really look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.